0: Welcome to the Pouring My Art Out podcast. This is episode 8, also known as episode 7, part 2, or just How Aliens Helped Me Meet Eric Idle. But first, a word from our sponsors. Oh, and it turns out that people like it when Jimmy does the music for the jingles for their ads. So, uh, yeah. Try Dingleberries, all natural biodegradable earth friendly toilet paper. And best of all, it's scented. Yes, there is strawberry banana, blueberry, pine, clover, and the original rose petal scent. So you can come out smelling like a rose. That's Dingleberries, all natural toilet paper. In part one, I explained how, in book three of my action humor science fiction series, The Otherwhere Chronicles, I had a short chapter featuring an alien who could only speak English using lines from the classic Monty Python's Flying Circus TV show, and maybe a few quotes from the Python movies thrown in. I even read the chapter to you, you might recall. So, I needed to get permission to use the Python quotes but I wasn't sure how to go about that. By pure coincidence, my older daughter had been telling me to try Twitter. I decided to give it a try, but as you may have surmised by now, I don't do things the way normal people do them. So if I was going to start tweeting, I needed a hook, some gimmick, some angle to keep myself interested. I talked it over with the crack squirrels that live in my head, and we found it. I would stalk celebrities, being witty and charming and clever and getting them to respond to my tweets. I told my daughter my plan and the kicker. I told her that if I really got any celebrities to respond, she had to go on Facebook and admit that I am cooler than she is. She scoffed or rolled her eyes or somehow indicated that this was just another of my crazy pointless schemes and would amount to nothing. But she didn't out and out say no. So there I was, on the hunt, tracking any TV or movie star, rock star, reality star, or whatever back to their lair so I could lure them into conversing with me using only my charm as bait. It was really just another stunt for my blog, but I did want my kid to admit to all of our friends that I am cooler than her. I thought I had done it. I emailed my first big hit to my daughter. She sighed, or something like that, and said, there was no green check mark. Do you know about the green check mark? I didn't. It turns out that anybody on Twitter can call themselves the real whoever or I am so-and-so. What I got was answers from fans of famous people who were using their name in some way. I'm sure it is a tribute. I was not happy, but this blunder, not knowing about the green check mark, which Twitter puts by the names of actual famous people who are who they say they are, worked in my favor that is because when i next got on twitter the first famous person i spotted among the famous persons i was following was mr eric Idle. he had made some amusing comment to his huge group of fans and i guess my daughter hadn't done a very good job of explaining exactly where the check mark was located so in blissful ignorance i asked mr Idle how i knew he was the real mr eric idol because i didn't see the green check mark and it turns out that it was there i was just looking in the wrong place It also turns out that famous people really do want to be recognized as being who they are. But Mr. Idol was so nice helping me figure out that he really was him that it struck me, as long as we were chatting, that I should ask him how I could go about getting permission to use the Python-speaking alien in my novel. He ended up giving me the email address of a lovely young woman who happens to be a daughter of one of the Pythons and also works for Monty Python Inc., or whatever it was called, Long story short, I am allowed to use the material free of charge up to and until the books take off, get really popular, get made into movies, and make me millions of dollars. Or maybe a little before that last part. And then we have to renegotiate. And none of that seems too likely to be happening anytime soon. Well, Eric... Yeah, I call him Eric now... Was so kind and helpful, I told him I was going to send him a funny photoshopped version of a photograph I found of him on the interwebs every day for a year. He ended up really liking a lot of them and retweeted them. John Cleese even asked for a copy of one of them. I don't think I did an entire year's worth, but it was close. If you go to my blog and type Eric Idle into the search bar, they will all pop up and you can see them for yourselves. Oh, and my daughter did get on Facebook and admit that I am cooler than her. In the end, I got replies from John Cleese, William Shatner, Ricky Gervais, and James May from Top Gear. Dana Carvey from Saturday Night Live responded and ended up following me on Twitter, as did Mr. Eric Idle. I did manage to get Lady Gaga and Mark Marin to favorite tweets I sent them. I am sure there are more, but I am too lazy to look it up on my blog. So anyway, months later, I saw these cartoony ads for a world tour of Eric Idle and John Cleese. They were headed for Australia and New Zealand first. I watched the tour move around the world, and all of a sudden, they were coming to San Diego. My wife and I and some friends got tickets, and on the day of the show, I had a crazy thought. I had been teasing Eric that someday I would show up at one of his shows, and if somebody came backstage and said I was there, could he please tell them to let me come back and meet him? So I sent him a private message on Twitter asking if I actually could. Meet him, that is. It turns out that he was on the tour bus at that moment heading from L.A. to San Diego. He told me to wait a minute. Minutes later, he sent a message saying to talk to the people at the ticket window and give them my name and I could come backstage after the show. I asked if my wife could join me and he said, of course. We went to the ticket window and I gave my name and we received two clip-on plastic bracelets. The show was awesome. The two Pythons talked about the early days of the British Broadcasting Corporation when they could do whatever they wanted because the BBC was desperate for content. They showed old photos and film clips on a big screen as they sang songs and told stories. After the show, my wife and I left the theater by a side door beside the stage as we had been instructed to do. Dozens of people were milling about, and I figured maybe we would be meeting Eric with a bunch of other fans. A quick handshake and keep the line moving, please. But soon, everyone else had left, and it was just my wife and I alone in the corridor. The doors to the backstage area opened, and a young man came out. He checked our wristbands, then led us through more hallways. We saw John Cleese leaving for the fancy tour bus, just the back of him, and then the young man stopped outside a door and knocked on it long story short eric was wonderful we chatted i asked about all the arthur's my wife and eric had some wine we talked for 10 or 15 minutes as we left eric had the young man who had just returned use our phones to take some photos one of those is the one i used for the artwork for this podcast episode eric is a classy very nice man i will reblog my post about that night It will be called The Podcast number 2 on the PouringMyArtOut.com blog site. So this is the story of how Aliens helped me meet Eric Idle. And why am I telling you all this on a podcast about art? Because Eric writes and acts and sings. That is all art. And I met him because I write. And that is art. Life is art. And living an interesting life is an art form we should all be practicing. If you still know nothing about Eric Idle, Google his song, Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Hey people, do you have a nagging cough that you just can't get rid of? You need to try Flem Barbital's Cajun Cough syrup. There's bourbon, Louisiana hot sauce, ground up Delta shrimp, and love in every bottle. That's Phlegm Cajun Cough Syrup. Hey, 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 Arthur, it's Jimmy. Oh, hey, Jimmy. We want you to be careful so you don't get that coronavirus thing. I'm doing a podcast. Can we talk about this later? Okay, but, you know, you don't take care of yourself. You need to eat better and wash your hands more and stop touching your face. I'll do my best, Jimmy. You know, if you die, we all have to find a new place to live. Well, that would be inconsiderate of me. Hey, Jimmy, do you guys ever get sick? Don't worry about it, man. The crack kills most germs. Good to know. Okay, bye, people. Bye, Arthur. Okay, bye, Jimmy. See ya. Oh, just so you know, a month or so ago, Eric and his lovely wife dropped off Twitter. Too many mean, ignorant people in this age of trolls. I hope he comes back someday. Okay, people, I am going to play you out with the full versions of Jimmy's memorable commercial songs for Phlegm Cajun Cough Syrup and Dingleberry's Biodegradable Toilet Paper. See ya! little